Welcome back to the second episode. Oh, we're recording. I'm not impressed. Yeah, we've already started. <laughs> Rachel, get in the loop. <laughs> can, we, can we do redo that? What do you mean redo it? This is this is it. We're live. This is this is as good as it gets. No, we're not live. We'll just cut this out. <laughs> <laughs> do you really not like this? I wasn't ready. I'm off guard. <laughs> I didn't know you hit record. But it's funny. It's natural. It's okay, okay. Fine, 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 fine. Welcome back to episode two of I'm Not Impressed. We are glad that you joined us again. Do you think that was more awkward than the first It's day? all awkward. <laughs> I'm not ready. I need a second. Ma- maybe we should just keep it all in. <laughs> yeah, I'm the one that's going to edit this. You, you should keep it all so in. So I can delete all of this. Let's start over. Hello and welcome to the second episode. Yep, welcome back. Rachel's here with another uh, scary story to get me scared out of my boots. You've actually heard of this before. I know you have. I have? I know you have. What? What is it? The Sound of Silence. <laughs> I have heard that one before. Isn't that a song? I think. I think you were a little misunderstood there. It's actually not a story. It's actually a song. It's a pretty good one. It's a song I made for you. A song you made for me? Yeah. Oh. What's it about? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> what was it actually called? <laughs> uh, so, I don't want to get to the story yet. <laughs> you don't want to get to the story yet? No, I, I, I do not. But that, that was such a, a natural transition to the story. What was? None of that was natural. It was natural. I felt natural saying it. <laughs> what do you want to talk about before this story? So, um, I was just wondering if you wanted to talk about the nonsense of what this house has been. Oh, um, the nonsense. You are right. Would you like to tell them? I would love to tell everyone the horror of what we have been experiencing. All right. Yeah. I was telling you this the other day, but I think we picked the worst possible time to start this podcast. I completely agree. We started, and then the weekend after we recorded, I left town to go to Comic-Con, and our water heater broke. Yeah. So we haven't had hot water for two We haven't had water. Okay, that too. (laughs) So we haven't had hot water for longer. Yeah, we haven't had hot water for a long time. But then, wild. The Sunday that I was planning on releasing the first episode, Marcus walked out to the garage and there was a water leak in the garage. Puddles everywhere. Puddles of it. It was like the ocean out there. And we spent all day trying to figure it out. Mopping it up with your socks. Actually, our vacuum. Or your vacuum. That works, too. Uh, I don't like wet socks. I imagine the, the first thing you did when you guys stepped into the garage was step into the puddle on accident with your socks on. No. No? That's what Marcus I would have done. It. Oh, so Marcus had some I wet socks. That's tough. went out there with my slippers, my house shoes, and got them all wet, and it was uh, terrible. Yeah. That, that's an awful experience. I'm sorry you had to go through that. I was in here rusting it up. Yeah, I, I, I was know. doing. <laughs> I was doing so well in my room by myself until when I came you guys in. bombarded me with this information. Yeah. So as we were saying, 
there's a leak in the garage and we had to turn off the water to the house so it wouldn't continue leaking so we've been out of gosh dang it frankie who is at the door so we've been out of water for over a week yeah um it's a struggle i feel like i'm a total mess i feel like i i'm not clean there's nothing i can do to get clean exactly we've had to take caveman showers i don't know if that's tmi but <laughs> i think it might be we have we had to warm up a pot of water and kind of just uh slowly pour it over ourselves unfortunately <laughs> you speak the truth yeah it's it's been rough we can't really do the dishes yeah the dishes are just piling up getting real high almost taller than me a four foot nine man a crane length of dish dishes yeah it's we finally today today is monday that we're recording now today's tuesday the 11th and we just barely got a plumber to come look at the situation like our landlord just barely got them out here and hopefully it will be resolved soon yep now we have water but it's only cold so we get to take cold showers but i i'm okay with that i opt over that than having no water at all that's just terrible that's for sure i am very much looking forward to warm water again mm-hmm. you don't you take it for granted until you lose it yeah you really do you take it for granted you 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 can wash your dishes and you can wash your clothes for the longest time and you don't even think about it and then it's gone and then you have to hand wash your clothes and it's just, it's it doesn't feel clean. I, uh, I taught Daniel how to hand wash his clothes. Yeah, my, my first time hand washing them in the bathroom sink with water from our five gallon water dispenser thing. Yeah, it doesn't get them very clean. Definitely not. It doesn't feel clean. I felt like a very very dirty person. But now we can actually wash our clothes, which is nice. This may be a TMI as well. So oh dear. as you guys know, we've been make, taking caveman showers. But when you are a woman, it's really hard to wash your hair with a caveman shower. So my hair hasn't been washed in what I feel has been months. My My hair was washed the first time I did a caveman shower by the bar of soap that I actually put in it. Well, when you when put a bar of soap in your hair? Yeah, on accident. Because because you have the soap bag, right? And you're you're dipping it in water and you're you're trying to get all over your face. And now you just have a bunch of soapy water everywhere. And then you dump it on your head. And now you got soapy water in your hair from the bar of soap. And when when you rinse off your hair, it doesn't get all the soap on your body. You still feel soapy when getting out of the shower. Oh, definitely. So I had bar of soap hair for about a week and a half, unless you count it being washed off with cold water. It's been a struggle, guys. It's been a tough time. But we are sort of back. Yeah. Um, until yeah, we're, we're doing a little better. Uh, got... Oh, I was going to say something. Oh, and 
this weekend when this episode is released, I will be camping for my anniversary. What? what? I am Congrats. very excited. I Let's just go. wanted to take the attention and put it on me for a second. <laughs> I'm Let's go. Very, very excited. Congratulations. I feel I haven't been camping for a long time, it feels like. Yeah. Since I moved here, I think. I haven't had a chance. Mm-mm. So we, I'm very excited. It's we went be the- camping uh, that one time when we went fishing for 4th of July, right oh, before 4th right. of July. Right so since i moved here yeah but i've never been camping without parents Mm -hmm. so this is gonna be the first time where like marcus and i are in charge of everything yeah i'm a little nervous that's a little nerve-wracking so excited to camping don't forget toilet paper and also don't forget needles for some reason i always get a sliver while we're out camping and there's just no needles in sight and then i have to sit there with the sliver in my skin for the entirety of the trip that sounds terrible (laughs) it's awful (laughs) don't forget it i will pack them don't in our first aid kit don't forget it i'll try not to now i have a fear oh my gosh what am i doing okay well, other than that, I think that's all that's been happening around here that is the craziness of our life at the moment. Mm-hmm. Is there anything you wanted to say before we got into this? Nope. I, oh, wait. We did go to Spirit Halloween. <gasps> we got... Okay, guys. We <laughs> we spent some money on we Halloween. We spent a lot of money. <laughs> lots and a, lots. A lot of money. A, uh, an undisclosed amount of money, That's but it's a, it's say. it's a lot of money. Daniel, do you want to tell them what costume you're you're going to dress up as? So I'm going to dress up as a clown. Um, what are you going to dress up as? I have an I can't remember what was on the package, but it's a jester costume. It's like a creepy jester, and so I'm going to do my makeup really creepy, and I got some creepy press-on nails. So super excited. So so basically, we're all just gonna be a bunch of clowns. Yeah, we got much like um, everyday life, but true. Yeah, we got um, my puppers. We got her a uh, little Pennywise costume. Yeah, we don't know how it works. I've never gotten a costume for an animal, and we can't get it to a fit. But we'll get there. And it'll look really cute. I already put the wig on her. Woo. Cute. She so hates cute. It. She hates it. She hates it. <laughs> but it looks cute. Uh, Marcus is going to be. He got like a creepy circus suit, and he's gonna do his makeup all creepy. So I'm right. excited for that. And mm-hmm. we're just gonna be like a bunch of creepy clowns. Yeah, a family of clowns, a whole army of them, Maybe just like 2016. The... Oh my. Let's let's not associate us with that (laughs) maybe i'm really excited because i bought these giant scissors that i have plastered on my wall right now before we recorded he was like do can we nail things into the wall yeah so i nailed it into the wall and he has two skeletons that he bought two little hanging skeletons and then I have, uh, like, bloody handprints on my door. 
It's, I'm I'm a very Halloweeny person. We love Halloween. We, we are we are all Halloweenies. <laughs> Halloweenies. <laughs> We're going to decorate the front yard soon. I'm very excited. I did a little DIY. 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 And I got two laundry baskets, painted them black, and turned them into a cage. And I hung a creepy baby doll that we got from Spirit Halloween that right. makes creepy noises when people like make sound near it. And we're going to hang it from the tree like it's the doll in a cage. Yeah. I'm super excited for that. Yeah. It's going to be so cool. Keep an eye out for it. Just kidding. Yeah, Don't. keep an eye. <laughs> if you're driving around and you see it. And you happen to see it, just think of us. We're not going to tell you what area. No. But think of us. Yeah, just, just have us in mind. Okay. Now is there anything else we need to speak of into existence? Maybe we should uh, move on to the case. Oh, I totally. I thought this was just going to be um, an us talking about random stuff podcast the, the entire time we just talk about random stuff yeah nice okay on to the hey you said i would recognize this case and you still have, you, you have yet to tell me what the case is very nice transition there is it la plante again is that why i would recognize <laughs> you're gonna do the same case as last time you got me <sighs> dang it no well guys get some popcorn this is gonna be a long story <laughs> shorter this time <laughs> okay okay well, what do you got i actually have a urban legend for you Ooh. Tonight. Ooh. this is the urban legend of the hook man <gasps> oh my gosh you just unlocked so many childhood memories I know. <laughs> I don't know. That was such a good idea. This is such a good idea. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I had a whole different story of notes prepared mm -hmm. that I was going to do tonight. But I said, wait. Wait. The hook, man. Yeah. It popped into my head while I was at work oh the other gosh, day. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited and for this. And I was this. like, last minute, I was like, I'm changing yeah my case yeah That's I, why I it took too. me I so too. long to get ready because i yeah. had to write a whole new set of notes right okay yeah that makes sense i i forgive you for that thank you for forgiving me i would do the same i cannot believe we didn't think of that before holy cow i'm very excited that was like a big thing in our childhood huge <laughs> and we just I, we just completely forgot about it i did until like i popped in my head would you like to tell them why it was a big thing in our childhood? I am going to. Okay, it's go ahead. It's in my notes, actually. So I get to it first. Do we want to turn off the lamp so it's spooky? Or... You won't be able to see in here. I can see my screen. You want to be pitch black? You it's can not good for candle. your eyes. <laughs> so okay, I'll get a little candle. Thanks. You're the best. Appreciate you. Love you. There's our candle. Thank you. I appreciate it. See, that's not too bad. We're going to get nice and little spookies. Nice and spooky. Huh? Okay, as you were. I'm going to get to why it was a big thing in our childhood. 
but we might have to wait but you're it's not okay yeah we'll have to wait it's not a long way i promise okay 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 well where are we starting i'm just gonna say a few facts real quick by few i mean two so the legend okay. of the Hookman began circulating in the 1950s oh really yes well, i didn't know that it's a lot older than i thought i know i thought so too i would have guessed like 80s me too and this story this legend has many many variations oh okay but i am going to start with the variation that we first heard let's go and the story behind our first time yeah let's go all right. So, Daniel, maybe you can help me with some of the details if you remember. But this is what I remember. Okay. We were in our father's truck. Right. And we were driving up to our grandma's house. Mm-hmm. And our grandparents live in a very small town, not too far from where we grew up. Right. I don't know if I'm going to say the town name. Uh, you probably shouldn't. Very small. But it is also a pretty funny name of a town. It is. But we probably shouldn't say what it is. <laughs> it's Virgin, Utah. Okay. Well, well, there we go. We just doxed our grandmother. Sorry, Grandma. Love you. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways. We were driving up to our grandma's house with our cousins. And it was late at night. And when family gets together, crazy things happen, you know. And I don't, I'm pretty sure our dad, Jared, started telling the story. Right. Of the Hookman. Yeah, he did. This is the first time I remember hearing this story. And I'm just going to start with what I remember him saying. If you remember something else, just stop me and you can cut in. Okay. There was a couple that was driving down a road named Lover's Lane. Right, Lover's Lane. I remember this. Yeah. And the road, there's a t- road in Virgin called Lover's Lane. Oh, really? I, I believe that road. That had the Lover's Lane? I believe. Really? Unless dad lied to me, but I'm pretty sure Unless... someone told me that. I guess oh my we'll have gosh. to pay attention next time. Wait, if that's actually the street that this, this uh, story takes place, then I wonder if it is actually... Where it happened. Let me mute my computer. Back to what I was saying. There's a couple driving down the road named Lover's Lane. They had their radio tuned to a news station. It was very staticky, but the words came through. Breaking news. Crazed man with hook hand has escaped from mental institution. He is incredibly dangerous. Stay home and be on the lookout. That's when in the pitch black, their car stalled. The biggest red flag is having a hook for a hand. Is that still a medical practice or nah? You you wouldn't see someone uh, walking around with a hook on. Who even invented that? Was that actually a real thing? I don't know. You don't know? I guess. Was it just like a pirate thing? Pirates just trying to avoid the cost of medical bills, which I understand. So they just plop a hot glue, a a good old hook on the hand to to avoid the government. I mean, Captain Hook, it's... Yeah? (laughs) Captain Hook's a pirate. Uh Uh-huh. He 
had a hook. I don't. It's probably carried over from some pirate tradition. Oh yeah. I wonder if it actually ever happened, or it was just like a. It started as like a cartoon or something, and then they they were like, okay, yeah, pirates have hooks. I think I've seen prosthetics that have hooks on the end. Really? Yeah. I have. I I've never even heard of that. I've never seen someone with like that. Here, let that me before. see if I can find one for you real quick. People with hooks on their hands probably shouldn't be trusted. I'm sorry. I'm gonna say it now. I'm not saying they should. Okay, it's like this, Daniel. It doesn't have to be like a traditional hook. That's a hook. Well, I don't know. It's like it's like a two prong fork sort of thing. Well, yeah. Like this a is like a poker. One. And it's like a split hook. Come on. But yeah, there's prosthetics for them, so it's like an actual thing. What the heck? I I wonder if that's like common. Maybe it's cheaper than. A... It's probably a lot cheaper than a normal prosthetic. You're right. Yeah. But I don't know. I I just couldn't imagine anyone walking around with a hook on their hand, especially like Captain Hook's hook. That's fair. Uh, this just reminds me of in SpongeBob when uh, they have their little creepy horror story about the guy with the spatula the guy with the hand. spatula as a hand <laughs> yeah oh man that was a good one anyways now that we're done with that little tangent as i was saying uh in the pitch black their car stalled and the boyfriend told the girl to stay in the car and lock the doors and not to leave under any circumstances and he would go for help to get the car up and running she waited and she waited and waited and waited. She was getting worried. There's a crazy guy out there and she doesn't know where her boyfriend is. Right. Obviously. She's just sitting duck in that car. Yeah. She's screwed. Yeah. She was awoken from these terrifying thoughts when she heard a scraping noise come from the top of the car. Mm-mm. Like a tree branch had fallen and nope. the wind was scratching it back and forth back and Mm-mm. forth nope back take it back forth on top take it back car. i can't take it back take it back no those words you said stop take i'm it gonna back. continue scared she scrunched into the back of the car hoping the night would be over soon and her boyfriend would return she waited all night the back and forth scraping on the roof driving her to insanity when daylight could be seen she decided it would be best if she left the car and try to make it back to town herself. Oh my gosh. She walked away, but took one look back at the useless car to see her boyfriend hanging from a branch, his fingers dragging along the top of the car, back and forth. Oh my gosh. All night long. She let out a loud scream and ran into town. So this is when our lovely father... When he was telling this story, this is when we arrived to quote unquote lover's lane. Yeah. And at the very end of the story, we pulled up to a creepy, creepy old house. Very creepy. Like so run down. It was it was like a board house. It was made out of wood, like planks. And the planks were not sanded at all. They were rough. They could get slivers if you touch it. Yeah, creepy trees. Yeah, creepy trees. It was like a dark brown color, kind of almost black, honestly. It was terrifying. It, it looked like the house was falling apart. I'm pretty sure some of the walls planks were actually like crooked and like falling down. 
it looked like it could tip over, like a Jenga tower. Definitely, it does. It's still standing. Yeah, it's still standing. I don't know how. I I know they. Uh, they've done some remodels. Yeah, they, to the they've building. done some remodel models to it, but at the time it looked. It was creepy. Real creepy. Especially in the dark. <laughs> Especially in the dark. Yeah, it kind of looked like. Um, do you remember Monster House? How could I forget Monster House? Yeah, so I'm trying. I'm thinking of like the Monster House itself. Do you remember it? It yes. was kind of made out of planks. It yes. was kind of like that. I could see it. Except it wasn't it was as nice as the Monster House. Yeah, it was smaller and creepier. Right. Anyways, uh, that's when, as I remember it, Dad said something like, "The Hookman is still free out there in the woods today, and this is where." He hangs and buries his victims. That's what I remember. It's very <laughs> gruesome. Wait, he, he told us little kids on 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 Loving Lane. Okay, probably not those words, but that's what I remember. So, something along those lines. He probably did it, but I yeah. know for sure something about victims were here. He he was probably like. Um... The hookman is now just waiting for the, his next victim's car to break down on this on Lover's Lane. You know what? That was it, probably. Something that makes like a that. lot more sense for Dad. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Anyways, that is when the truck stopped. It stalled and then it, and then it stopped. It, it stopped. It, it was like turned it hit off. something and then it just stopped right in front of the hookman's house. All of us got out of the car we jumped out of the truck we jumped and we ran we booked it we were we were so fast we said all <laughs> we we were going all men so for quick. themselves it was, yeah it was it was everyone for themselves we were we were uh pacing it down we were going fast luckily we were, grandma lives pretty close to that yeah about four or five houses down which is terrifying because we slept there that night yeah, we slept there. Super close to the hookman's house. I'm not going to lie to you. When we go visit grandma and we leave in the dark, I'm still terrified of that spot. Yeah, if you guys ever go to Virgin, Virgin is a scary place. Like, d despite the name, <laughs> especially at night, it's, it's a creepy place. Didn't it have some sort of, like navajo history or something there was like a plateau that dad used to talk about where he saw like the twilight zone he saw like shadows dad and like actual people stuff there i feel like just like watching them while they were camping some creepy happens stuff happens up there somewhere in utah that happened i don't know if it was in virgin i think it was up on um that was actually on the arizona strip i think when he saw that Oh, that there no, there was a there was a plateau that he used to hang out with his friends. Oh, that and one. And he he it was up uh, by version. It was like the solar. Flare. It was like Mesa. Oh, uh, Smith's Mesa. Smith's Mesa, I think. Except it was next to Smith's Mesa. It okay. wasn't actually Smith's Mesa. I I remember a lot of stories and the places that the stories take place kind of get mixed up in my brain. Yeah. But I think I know what you're talking about. Virgin is completely desolate and scary. Most at of night. the places there, I don't have Wi-Fi. Most of the time, when I drive through it, I 
always feel like there's someone in my back seat me and too. i i actually feel like i'm seeing someone in the corner of my eye and i'm like constantly checking my mirror me and i i don't get scared like that i know me either it's but only it's, in virgin it's something about virgin it's terrifying it just it just makes me so paranoid that i feel like something is actually there in my back seat and what's worse about it is that there's no reception you can't get in tune with the radio there's absolutely nothing so it's like dead quiet and it's absolutely scary up there at night i agree it's terrifying you know we used to play in the park that's like right two houses away from mm-hmm. the quotations hookman's house right right across the street in the isn't middle it? of the night like yeah playing, what was it um it's not mafia but it's like a game like vampire attack no graveyard graveyard i think right playing some creepy games yeah very close to the house we're terrified of right what was wrong with us and some games required you to like hide and then you'd hide by yourself next to the creepy house we were why did we do stuff like that we were the stupid kids in a horror movie that's why <laughs> we were we would have died if we were in a horror there movie. were so many chances for someone to come up and just take us just take us one by one it would have been terrifying it is a small town but it feels like something bad could happen there but small towns do tend to have bad things happen that's fair that's fair as much as we want to love small towns. There was this one time where two of our cousins and me, we got in a car together and we were just driving around Virgin and just like trying trying to scare ourselves at like midnight. It, it was so late. We left. We went to the park and we were terrified to see that the picnic tables had been all turned on their side. And the I was swings, not with you for this. And the swings were all swinging by themselves, and there was no wind in sight. Oh, I'm gonna... After after seeing that, we booked it to the car, and uh, we drove. And our cousin, being the cousin that he is, he missed Grandma's turn and went down the Hookman's <gasps> Lane. No, because it's really close. Like, guys, we're not joking. It's really close. And you feel like someone's in their back seat, right? I was the only one back there. And I was freaking out, obviously, screaming. And I looked at our cousin's face. And it looked as if he his face had turned in a 180 degree angle and was looking back at me. I swear, I couldn't see anything else. It might have been the dark, but you, you know how when you, uh, like, it's like a certain effect where you look at something in the dark long enough and it just morphs into something terrifying. Yeah. It's well, kind of like when you look in a mirror for right. too long. I looked at the back of his head and it looked like his head was turned in 180 degrees looking at me and laughing. Because he was, like, frightened laughing. He was staring at me. And that image scarred scarred me. And I, I absolutely screamed. I was like, oh, my gosh, dude. You're scaring me so bad right now. Okay. It, it was a terrifying experience. We won't include this, but who is this cousin? I thought so. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. When you first said the cousin thing, I thought you were going to talk about the two cousins that went into the hook man's house. 
that also happened that also happened oh wait didn't they record it too yeah they recorded it i don't know if they still have the recording but they recorded it and there was like a tv upstairs that was on yeah so i'm trying to remember it but they they went in and there were two things of note that there were stairs to the up upstairs bedroom and that's where they went they went upstairs well first of all they passed through the living room and they saw that it was completely vacant and that everything was off it was like abandoned there was nothing in there and then they went upstairs and they found a box of brand new never touched toys icky there was like elmo in there there were a bunch of things that were new at the time yeah um and then when they went downstairs that's when they saw that the tv was on playing the static noise because that's how that's what old TVs did when they when they weren't connected to anything. It was on with the static screen and it was making the static noise. And they saw that oh my gosh, that wasn't on before and they they stormed out of the house. They were freaked out. I was so mad when they went into that house because a they were older than me and they said I couldn't go. <laughs> this this tells you how young we were at the time. And b I didn't want them to go into the house. Yeah, I obviously didn't either. That's awful. That's terrifying. You're risking your life in there, buddy. <laughs> D- didn't someone end up actually living there? I'm not. I think. We don't have to include this. One of our, one of the people we went to school with, like their relatives owned it. Oh, yeah. All right, moving on. Okay. So, like, as I said before. There's lots of variations of the hookman. Right. Uh, the first variation is a simple one. Okay. It's basically the same story that we were told, but instead of the girl leaving the car herself, the police find the car in the scene and call out for anyone still inside. Okay. And she peeks her head out of her hiding spot, and the cop instructs her to step out of the car and walk with him, and that in no circumstances should should she look back towards the car when she gets away she ignores that and she looks back and she sees her boyfriend hanging upside down that's awful yeah Um, well that's dark very dark um another variation of this it's the same story but the way he was hanging is different this in this variation his feet were the ones scratching the roof so it was hanging in like the traditional manner mm-hmm. and this the next variation is the most disturbing one i what found i've never heard of this one in this variation the couple is driving along an unknown part of town to them and they decide to stop and rest for a little bit and this is when their car breaks down. Right. The man goes for help, and the girlfriend waits and turns on the radio. And this is when she hears about the hookman's escape. She notices that her boyfriend hasn't returned yet, and that's when she starts to hear a disturbing thumping on top of the car. She exits the vehicle and witnesses the hookman on top of the car holding her boyfriend's decapitated head oh my gosh. in his hand and hitting it on the roof of the car repeatedly. 
Oh my god! Like some psych psychopath. Right. Right, because a a normal sane person wouldn't be doing that, obviously. <laughs> I hope not. Yeah. But that one's the most disturbing variation. That is very disturbing. Thanks, Rachel. I'm glad Dad didn't tell us that one. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm glad I'm glad he spared us for that one. Um, another one of the variations. The hookman ditches the whole car scene, and in this variation, he... I just turned my microphone all the way up with my shirt. Wait, how long ago did you do that? I think just barely. Okay, hopefully it wasn't on for a while. I'm not sure. Oh, gosh. Okay. That's not good. I'm just going to start this variation over again. Okay. One of the variations, the hookman ditches the whole car scene... Mm-hmm. And he goes after sexually active students in their college dorms. Okay. The last variation is one that has a happy ending, I guess. In this variation, a couple is driving and they park on a lover's lane to make out. When the story about the escaped madman is heard on the radio, the girl decides she wants to leave. The man insists that they should stay and c- continue their little session. She starts to hear something outside and demands that they leave immediately. The boyfriend is angry and annoyed, but he relents and he drives off and he drops her off at her home. And when they open the door, one of them finds a bloody hook stuck to either the handle of the door or in the car with a scratch along the door. Oh, gosh. And they had just escaped. So that's the happiest one I found. <laughs> that's the happiest one. Yes. <laughs> okay, good to know where this is heading. And that's actually the last variation I have. Okay. Most of the variations are the same other than like some of the like that she stayed in the car. Right. Some that she didn't. Mm-hmm. Just small changes small there and there. Small that aren't really yeah. needing to be mentioned. Well, if you guys didn't know about the hook, man, there's oh, a nice done. little introduction to you. Oh, you're not done. I'm not done. Oh. So I'm going to go into some of like the beliefs of the hook man now. Okay. It's, pre- it's pretty clear that the intention of the hook man stories, because like, a lot of the urban legends, like Krampus, it's like, don't be mean, or Krampus right. is going to get you. Mm-hmm. They have, like, what is it called? Karma? Not karma. They have, um, what are stories that have some, some, some sort of lesson? There's a phrase, there's a word for it, right? Like the, uh, old ones about, like, the talking animals. Talking animals? What? Yeah. Like the old ones that are, like, like the really old stories about the talking animals that always have a lesson, and that's, like, their whole point. There's, like, the one about the scorpion and, and the, and the frog. And, like, the fox is always the sly one. Yes. You don't know what I'm talking about. The fox helps the whatever cross. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like those. Like those. But what's the name? What's the name? Like, what are those stories called? I think it's, like, like a folk tale or, like, a... I don't know. Okay, whatever it's called. Whatever it's called. We'll just add that and edit. Hookman stories are used to scare teenagers away from any sexual activity Uh, or being alone with the opposite gender. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, So the hookman legend 
actually appeared in print in the 1960s. In print? Oh, yes. okay. In the Dear Abby newspaper advice column, a teenage girl wrote in the following. Oh, dear. If you are interested in teenagers, you will print this story. I don't know whether it's true or not, but it doesn't matter because it served its purpose on me. A fellow and his date pulled into their favorite lover's lane to listen to the radio and do a little necking. That's some old, old, old slang. slang there. <laughs> the music was interrupted by an announcer who said there was an escaped convict in the area who had served time for robbery and the R word. He was oh, described uh, as having a hook instead of a right that's hand. That's not good. The couple became Sorry, frightened. I, <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't be laughing. <laughs> not, a, not right now. Where was I? Do a little necking. The music was interrupted by an announcer who said there was an escaped convict in the area who had just served time for robbery and the R word. Right. That's where we are. He was described as having a hook instead of a right hand. The couple became frightened and drove away. When the boy took his girl home, he ran around to open the car door for her. Then he saw a hook on the door handle. I don't think I will ever park to make out as long as I live. I hope this does the same for your other kids. If you are interested... Oh, I've copied it twice. Never mind. But that's what a teenage girl wrote into an advice column Mm -hmm. to friend. Holy cow. Actually, I recognized that story before. I was trying to think of the story where the hook was on the handle. The handle, yeah. Yeah. It's one of the variations. So I guess it did its job for some teenagers they they weren't out there necking right yeah is necking just making out or like never mind okay we shouldn't talk maybe about i don't want to know <laughs> so something i didn't know is the hook man legend and there's a legend called the boyfriend's death are very similar but in the boyfriend's death legend it's the boyfriend gets murdered and oh. usually hangs above the car just like in the story right. that we heard and then the girl is always left in the car mm-hmm. but i guess there's two different legends that are very similar that i've never heard of the boyfriend's death yeah legend. that was interesting so all of the variations have the basic story in common the hookman murders innocent people he targets couples roaming at night usually in lover's lanes. So there's many shows and movies that have had the hookman appearance. Oh, really? Yes. I didn't know that. So the movie, I Know What You Did Last Summer. Is that based on the hookman? It's not based on the hookman, but in the beginning, they're telling scary stories around the fire and they talk uh-huh. about the hookman. Oh, and they talk about the hookman. And man. then the guy that is going after everyone has like a hook you're right yeah so that movie okay then there is uh there's a slasher film that was made in 1999 called lover's lane <gasps> yeah we should watch that. we should watch that we should definitely that should be our first that. movie review for the podcast yeah, for sure okay we yeah, have we, it we, we gotta write that down it's in the books it's in my notes. I'll remember. I'll highlight it. Okay. 
Uh, a version of the story shows up in Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. And then a very, very early episode of Supernatural, like the first season, there's an episode on the Hookman. But there is, once again, a different variation of this legend. Right. In this episode, the Hookman is actually the spirit of a man named Jacob Carnes. Okay. That killed prostitutes in 1862. That's a long time. It's a long, 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 happened long time ago. Happened, yes. happened long, long time, time, time go, time go long, time <laughs> fast, fast long, fast time, time go. I that's, think you've won the grammar crown. Fast, that long time ago. I think... I'm giving you my grammar grammar award now. That's not very that nice, nice, very that that not nice. Go fast, nice, Are nice. Are you having long a stroke? <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> Let's just continue. Okay. Uh, so in this variation, one of the characters, when the girl goes on a date with a guy that she met in college she wanted to go but she didn't know what to wear and the roommate pushed her into wearing something a little more like provocative scandalous scandalous yeah and so her date picks i turned it up again with my shirt hopefully not that long ago <laughs> i can't have it both ways do you want it up here or not you, you, you can you can rotate it up and then you can rotate it down to prevent that oh that's much better yeah i okay. hope i didn't screw any of this up i guess we'll see hopefully you're not incredibly loud throughout the entirety <laughs> of this podcast and we'll have to do it again oh i'm so sorry okay <laughs> uh Okay. We're in something more scandalous. That's where we're at. Right. So her date picks her up and they leave. And at some point along the drive, the guy stops the car and comes on to the woman. She did not want this. She did not want to neck. Right. Or make out. No necking here. Yeah, she didn't want to make out or anything like that. And she tried to push him off. And he got a little aggressive with her. And was like, okay, then I'm just taking you home. That's when they started hearing something weird outside. They couldn't see anything, but they heard something. And the guy went outside the car to investigate. The girl stayed in the car with the doors locked. And was hearing some weird things going on. And then she started hearing the scraping. Right. And she got scared. And then all of a sudden, the noises stopped. Soon she got out of the car. She turned around. And the guy was dead. Hanging. Right. Like in a lot of the stories. So that that one is a good version. Because he was like kind of kidnapping her. Well, not kidnapping her. Because he was going to take her home. Because she wanted... Oh, take take her to her home. Oh, yeah, to her home. Not... Well, well, well. walk up to a random girl and say, I'm going to take you home. <laughs> and wh- what do you think that implies? To me, that implies I'm going to kidnap you now. Get in my car. That's a good point. 
<laughs> no. That's take... what I thought he was going to do. He's going to take her back home. Right. Back to her home. Her home. Right. Uh, but this is where the story differs. When she runs away, obviously, and after the police question her, she returns to her dorm very late and goes straight to bed without turning on the lights. When she wakes up, she finds her roommate, the one that pushed her into wearing something a little more scandalous, dead with the words etched into the wall and blood on the walls reading, aren't you glad you didn't turn on the lights? Aren't you glad you didn't say orange? <laughs> Sorry. I I had to. No. Aren't you glad you didn't turn on the lights? And her roommate is dead. So that's the Wait, does the hookman not like lights? Or what, what What was the point of that? So one of the other legends, the, you know the one where I said, uh, the variation where I said the hookman goes into like the dorm rooms? Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess in that legend, he always wrote on the wall or etched in the wall with his hook. Aren't you glad you didn't turn on the lights? Why? Nothing. Did, really he just, did he just why. like not like lights? I guess not. Like he, he just attacked everyone who had their lights on at night? I guess not. Is that is that what we're supposed to teach the kids Let instead of Aren't don't go necking? Glad you you should just... May, hey, make sure to turn your bedroom light off in the night or your parents electric bill is going to be really high and the hangman's going to kill you probably the hangman or the hookman hookman it's definitely what i meant okay i just googled the meaning yeah um i'm not sure why it says aren't you glad you didn't turn on the lights maybe so she could sleep without seeing her roommate yeah that's the only thing i can think of uh, I just have a couple more things to say. Okay. Uh, so there's multiple real-life murders that could have inspired the tale of the Hookman. I'm just going to say the names, and then I'm done. Okay. So, Son of Sam. Okay. The Zodiac Killer. Oh, frick. Yeah, because he killed people in their cars. Right. And the 1946... Texaronicana Moonlight Murders. Maybe maybe we should go into those at some point. I am going to go into the 1946 Texaronicana Mur- Moonlight Murders. And I'm also going to learn okay. how to say that. But I'm okay. going to go into that a different time. All right. Different episode. But that is All right. Look, look forward to that. Okay. Okay. S- so... So I'm gonna, but me, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what are you having? Are you another breathing stroke? into the mic? Yes. <laughs> you scared me. I don't know what to do. So I'm going to be talking about the very real story. Of oh no, real story. Oh no. I'm not sure how to pronounce it. The English version is The Island of Dolls. What? Have you ever heard of it? No, there's a... I'm sure you'll love it, and I'm going to tell you the story Wait, right now. An Island of Dolls? Yeah, it's, a, it's in dolls. Mexico. It's actually bordering Mexico City. This is this is where it starts. You ready? Uh, no. So a, a, a man, a, a, care, a caretaker of an island, 
He had his own island to himself, and he 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 just moved there to get away from his family. We're not uns we're unsure of like his mental state. I should probably point that out. Probably but, not um, very well. If probably he's not good living on an island by himself. Yeah, and I'm assuming he's gonna bring a bunch of dolls in. It's off the border of Mexico City, but it's several miles away from. Hi, baby. Yeah, I'm gonna edit yeah, all good. of this out. <laughs> so I can say whatever. I, I can want say right whatever now. I want. My phone number is four three five. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my husband's phone number is seven zero two. One two nine. If you want to shoot him a text. <laughs> We're not gonna. Please don't. No, I'm not. Gonna, I'm not gonna leave that in. Okay, okay. Leaves it in with just beats over the number. <laughs> that that would actually be pretty funny. Like just you're gonna be surprised with everyone else. All right. Whether or not that makes it in. Okay. So the man was just getting accustomed to his life on the island when he unfortunately stumbled over the corpse of a little girl drowned in the river next to his home instant mood change I'm yeah big big mood change for sure but don't worry this happened over 70 years ago so that makes it okay no it doesn't it doesn't no i'm a sociopath oh got it right okay that's what we discovered today <laughs> hi there again. welcome back uh, i told the internet the world of the wide web your phone number <laughs> and to shoot you a text message. I don't have that one memorized. What he said. Seven zero two five hundred thirty six eighty six. If you want to contact my husband's business. If that was wrong, I'm so sorry to whoever's phone that is. He it's comics. So if you're interested in comics, go he, ahead. He and He makes call that really number. cool comics. He's in Daddy charge does. of his own little comic company. I'm biased, but I think they're amazing. I think they're amazing, and I'm not biased. Anyways. So, yeah, th this little girl drowned and uh, found... Wait, she drowned? Yeah, she f she drowned in the river f by mysterious circumstances. So she was murdered. We're not sure. We it, it never found... Uh, we, and even her name wasn't disclosed to the public. So we, we don't even know her identity. Um, days after finding the little girl, he discovered what appeared to be a doll floating in the river around where the girl had drowned. He assumed that this doll belonged to the girl. So in memory of her and in a sort of memorial, he hung the doll up in a tree by his house. Not like by its neck. Oh, I was about to say he, that he, is he wasn't not doing that. Memorial. That he is wasn't some... doing that. Okay. He was just like tying it to the tree so so he could swing around and stuff. Um, in memory of the girl. I like the so not by the neck, but like not by the neck. No. How was it hanging from no. the tree? D just well, d just like from the back of the clothes, like on the on the shirt, probably oh, so how I put like our a hook or something. Huh? How I'm gonna put the creepy baby doll up? In the I cage. mean, kind of. There, there's pictures of the dolls. We'll, we'll get to that. Okay, cool. Cool. Okay. 
that night while the caretaker was resting in his room. So that night after he hung the doll up, um, he was woken by the sound of footsteps inside his home. Oh, no. With his home being miles away from any sort of civilization, the noises frightened him, Uh, to say the least. Being within five feet of other homes, I would be terrified to hear footsteps. That's that's also fair. <laughs> so, uh... but in in this case, he's like, there, there's no way it could be some some form of human. It could be like a monster or a, an animal of some sort, or like or like a, a human that's or, gonna murder you, or a human that decided to walk several miles into the forest to find his home. I don't know which one is more terrifying. I don't. I don't see that as a plausible explanation. <laughs> oh, what if there's a vendetta against this man? That's fair. I mean, we don't know why he decided to That's abandon true. his family. He just abandoned his family and went to this island. So, so maybe, maybe he had a a hit on his head. Yes. That's not good. Okay. Before the caretaker had any time to rationalize his thoughts, he heard whispers coming from outside his bedroom door, beckoning to him. (gasps) Like calling him by name? And telling him to come out. No, thank you. I'll say. Before he investigated. Before. He armed himself with a wooden cane he had picked up off the ground and braced himself for what was on the other side. I would not open the door. If when it's he opened the door. telling you to open the door, maybe <laughs> it can't open the door. So maybe don't open the door. Maybe, maybe not. Yeah, probably not. When he opened the door, nothing was there. He brushed off the experience and went to sleep. How can you go to sleep after that? I wouldn't be able to sleep for like. Yeah, I wouldn't ever. be able to either. Uh, the next night, however, the caretaker was awoken to the same sounds, footsteps, and whispers. This time, it was accompanied by something new. It was a sad and somber noise coming from that of a little girl, wailing and crying. He slowly went into his hallway and listened. The sounds were coming from his kitchen. He walked into the kitchen. Then he heard it from his front porch. It's trying to get him out of the house. The sound progressed into the forest where he continued to follow it. He followed this into the forest? He's an idiot. He he was buckling down. He's like, you know what? I'm going to put an end to whatever these noises are are happening. Otherwise, they're going to keep on happening and they're going to drive me crazy. Okay. So so he's like, all right, I'm going to solve this issue. I would move. Any rational person wouldn't be living in this island miles away from civilization. So we can assume he's insane. Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> and, and in that, maybe this story isn't super credible, but... Fair enough. I, I see that. But like any normal paranormal story in the world any person who has had a paranormal experience can be seen that way that's true as incredible not incredible discreditable Uh, incredible i agree (laughs) everyone is incredible that's another meaning with that word um anyways after walking around his land for a few minutes or so following the sounds 
the sound stopped. The man was horrified as he recognized the area he was in to be the exact same spot where the little girl supposedly drowned. He ran back home and bunkered down in his room for the rest of the night. What if it was like the little girl just scared and wanting to someone to come save her? But it's not going to be that, is it? That's that's a sad thought. <laughs> it is. I'm going to make myself cry. It's okay. It's okay. We don't even know if this story is real. <laughs> I like to think it is. But the the island itself is very real. And the story of the caretaker is, from what he told, is real. Okay. But obviously this is from his words, so. I'll stop making it sad. You can continue. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's okay. I would be sad too. Except I'm not because I'm a sociopath. Yeah, you are. Driven by fear in an attempt to appease the haunting spirit of the little girl... The caretaker hung more dolls around his trees. Because after each doll he hung, the spirit would be more calm for a while before coming back. He got into the habit of finding more dolls to hang up every time the girl started coming back in the night. Some dolls were headless, torsoless, and completely deranged. He continued this trend. Why headless? He continued this trend for the next 50 years. 50 uh, 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 that's that's a long time uh, that's a long time to live with after after this he had been cultivating a lot of um attention from like the the cities surrounding his island yeah Um, i wonder why they're like this dude keeps on coming into town and collecting baby dolls what is he doing with them and after 50 years his story kind of got out and this this uh, scary island full of dolls just covering every inch of the place. Creepy dolls hanging down all the trees. Um, it cultivated in the cities. And all these tourists were coming in. And they were like, hey, can I uh, go see your house? And then he would give them a little tour and um, tell them about his story. However, this stopped. In 2001, the caretaker That's was found. Was What's that? That's when I was born. Yep. In 2001, the caretaker was found dead, <gasps> drowned in the exact same spot of the little girl. So I don't know if the dolls stopped appeasing the spirit and the spirit just got angry and didn't leave him alone one night. And then it the tension built and it um, escalated, but he was found drowned in the exact same spot of the little girl. So... You want to see the pictures now? Oh, I got I got something to say. Is that a picture of him? This is him. He looks terrified. He he's old at this point. Fifty years later, look look. He's not that terrifying. From here, he looks terrified. From this angle, he looks like a sweet old man. Terr- not from this angle, he don't. <laughs> here, I'll. I mean, I can try to rotate it. Can you see it oh, better? Oh, yeah, that looks better. Yeah, he's just looking up. Uh, I'll have to. We'll have to put a link of this in the podcast description yeah. if you guys want to see the images itself. It shows the images of the caretaker. Uh, his name was uh, Julian Barrera. I can't roll my R's, Me but either. there in the first R was a rolling R. Just pretend it was, so I don't 
appear I'll edit as over like the just the uh, R uh, rolling. I, I am sorry, old man. We are making fun of your name right now. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is not what it looks like. We we are just like. failing at rolling our R's. That's this is not. So Julian Barrera was his name of the caretaker. And here are some pictures of the dolls. Oh, that's really creepy. Some were hanging by their hair, back of the dress. So I don't want to say that this guy wasn't being visited by the ghost. Right. It's, like, it's possibility. Uh-huh. But it's also a possibility that he could have just been a very mentally ill gentleman right for for a long portion of his life because that was 50 years yeah. in the making and I, I doubt it started super creepy like i bet the first doll wasn't yeah it it, it could have been something like this but after 50 years of aging and yeah. evidence of like moss and disfigurement the dolls would oh that's so I don't want to slander this poor man's oh, name, man. <laughs> but uh, my true crime brain kicked into motion. Oh dear! While you were telling the story. Uh, where is this going, Rachel? And oh dear! If he is uh, mentally ill, gentleman mm -hmm. who moved out into the middle of nowhere. And the little girl drowned by mysterious circumstances. It could have been very well possible that the gentleman, what was his name? Julian. Julian had something to do with the mysterious death. And then was driven to insanity by guilt. Oh, and maybe like the spirit was like a spirit of vengeance. Yeah. Because, wait, yeah, isn't there, like, actual things that happen like that where people, they kill someone and then they get overcome by the guilt, so they feel like the spirit that they killed is haunting them? Yeah. Okay, we, we probably shouldn't. <laughs> like, I don't want to slam it yeah. at all, but that's, like, it could it's, be it's a theory a good, out it's there. It's a good theory. It's a good I theory. I wonder if that is a theory out there. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I'm sure it is. I'm sure other people have... Uh, pointed that out but i mean we, we don't know yeah. this is a, a less lesser known story so yeah maybe... i i've never heard of this yeah i i hadn't either i, I found it so in is the that crisis all, all you in, have of the internet yep that's it okay i was gonna ask um do you know if anyone else has gone to this island since he passed because that's like 20 years ago it's like a tourist it's thing like a now, tourist now? Okay. yeah they give tours and stuff Okay. Like on on this website that we're gonna link, there's like a uh, oh goodbye to the website. I don't know where I put it. One second. Babe, technical difficulties. Ah! That's the technical difficulties noise. Yes. Do ah! like this. There's like a there's like a float riding through it, like a little boat. Oh, okay. Riding through the island. But it's pretty creepy. There's like a bunch of trees and kind of scary stuff here. Uh, if I look up the island of dolls, let's see all the images that pops up. I'm interested in knowing if anyone that goes there 
has experienced anything paranormal yeah man i i would i would love to go there as like a tourist thing that would be cool maybe maybe experience something like look at this see all the dolls just hanging from all the trees yeah it's just covered completely covered i wonder which one was the first one that he found that's what I'm wondering. Probably the oldest, mo- most creepiest one because it's been up there. The yeah, longest. yeah, yeah. You make a good point. So I just, I just had another thought. Um, wait, wait, wait. If this man was, I know we're making assumptions here, but if right. this man was mentally ill or struggling mm-hmm. with something, and that's why he decided to move into the middle of nowhere, it's very possible that he could have found the little girl and felt so sorry for her and felt so much right. grief that he conjured up the feel like he had a break and it was all in his head or the little girl the ghost of the little girl noticed like hey this man's alone mm-hmm. this man feels a certain way about my death yeah he's the closest right i'm gonna go bug him Mm-hmm. I don't know <laughs> something like that, or like, or like a PTSD sort a of PTSD thing. PTSD sort of thing. Like, I don't want to say trauma bonding because he never knew her before, right? But like, it could be something like, oh, he's the one that found me. Mm-hmm. Maybe he can help me or something like that, right? Yeah. And then over the years of him trying to help the girl be happy, like, because as you were saying, he had add more dolls and the spirit would become calm. Mm-hmm. It could have been like he kept on trying to make the spirit calm and that took so much toll on him. Right. That he could have went to the spot where she died and tried to like make her happy there. And when he couldn't, he could have just like given up. Right. There's many possibilities. Yeah, there's a lot of possibilities. I wish there. I knew. Yeah, and we'll never know now because he passed away, unfortunately. You want to go have a seance over there? Yeah. Contact him? Let's have one over there. T- talk to both of them. The little- Hopefully, we can get in contact with the little girl, and then we can also talk to uh, Mr. I think a haunted Julian. island full of dolls that demons can jump into. It's probably the best the place best to have place. a seance. Yes. For sure. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. We-, we won't get demons jumped into us, for no. sure. So, no. We have so many dolls. Why why was that even a poss why did I even say that? Yeah. Why why that's not even a possibility. Sorry, Mom. I'm so dumb. Sorry. Sorry. I I didn't eat. Well, I wasn't thinking when I said that. Sorry, Mom. <laughs> she won't like this. She she will not like this one bit. No. <laughs> so that's end uh that's all we got, right? Yep, that's everything. Yeah, that's a wild story. I've never heard of the island of dolls. Yeah. I, I actually just figured it out today. Wild. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> today. Today. Both of you. us decided to do like a last minute topic. Yeah. Go team. We're the Let's same go. person. <laughs> All right. Well. Thanks uh, for joining. Thank you for telling me your story. Thank you. And it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Other than the sad parts yeah obviously not not many sad parts today but i mean besides my story but like the hook man and um i feel like the laplante story was a lot sadder than oh definitely yeah laplante is like life-changing sad it's like sad sad unfortunately there's a lot worse yeah 
Remember that one I was telling you about that guy yes. who beheaded someone and was showing it to everyone outside the bus? I'll probably never tell that. Well, maybe I will, depending how courageous I am for the day. But maybe that'll be a case that I cover <laughs> because that was that was awful. That? Huh? Can you give me a warning if you do decide to give that so I can mentally oh, prepare? Yeah, for sure. Uh huh. Because you only told me a little bit about it, but gosh. Me no likey. Yeah, me no likey either. Me me no me no like 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 no me me no no me like things shirk. that good no no like good no like bad thing good bad no I no no likey what I hear he. Me neither. Thanks for watching the second How do we episode. End this? Um, <laughs> yes, Hope you thanks guys for joining enjoyed. us on the second um, episode. Be back next week with a brand new episode. Hopefully, we'll see. Uh, hopefully, let's see if uh, we can survive the week without another pipe burst. Yeah, that that won't be fun. Anyways, thank you guys so much for being here. Yeah, and we'll see you next Sunday. <laughs>